Alright, alright. Welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of your favorite relationship podcast, Love Those Podcast. I remain your host, your favorite relationship coach, Godfrey Emuze. We are going to begin a very unique and powerful series in this episode, uh, probably controversial, but we are going to do it anyways. Uh, I've captured this episode and this series, Lover's Guide to Player. Lover's Guide to Player. I know we don't like to talk about some things openly, especially in the faith community. However, because of the experiences of people and what we have made of it and what we know it is and how important it is as part of our love story, we cannot but talk about it. Uh, this is Lover's Guide to Pleasure. Please keep if unmarried. If you are not yet married, this particular episode and series is not for you. Please skip to other episodes and other aspects of relationship that we have already discussed. This is a sex education from a lover's point of view. For more technical details, please consult your medical expert. And we are going to be using the anatomy of the female body as a guide to unlocking the pleasure points and peaks of the human body. Remember that the female body is the most intricate and delicate platform of pleasure for the human race. The female body is the only naturally ordained advancement or improvement on the male body. Therefore, lovers get to pleasure want to present a brief sex education in such a way that helps first-time lovers, inexperienced lovers, newlyweds, saddled with the responsibility to find their way in the dark alone. Please realize this is exclusive to newlyweds. This is not applicable to those outside of marriage. Alright? This is lover's guide to pleasure. When in a relationship, body contact must be censored accordingly. You must censor your body contact when you are in a relationship with your partner, with someone, if you are not married. As if a people of faith, as if, if someone in the faith community and someone who believes in God and who believes in the Bible, you already know that when you are in a relationship, you must censor your body contact with your partner. You must censor the contact according to your individual discipline and according to the discovered vulnerability in your partner. There are some partner who does not do well with handshake. There are some partner who does not do well with patting because once you shake them in the hand, they want something more. They become broken, they become aroused and excited sexually. Once you pat them, want to express some romantic gesture, they become aroused and they become sensitive, they want something more. It 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 opens and triggers their weakness, sexually speaking, physically speaking. And therefore, you have to censor your body contact with each other when you are in a relationship and you are not married, uh, if, especially if you want to guard against sex before time. If you want to guard against, you know, what the Holy Bible refers to as fornication and adultery as the case may be. Because according to the Holy Bible, sex is preserved and honored and special with respect to marriage alone. With respect to marriage alone. Alright? You don't jump into bed with anyone anyhow unless you have debased yourself to only animal instinct 
I know in the world today, many don't make much of sex. Many people uh, can can have random sex. Many people can just say, you know, meet strangers and have what they call one night stand or one day stand, as the case may be. They can jump into bed with anyone or they can begin dating and just begin to have sex with each other. Well, those that do that have debased themselves to only animal instincts. It's only animals and in animal kingdom that does that. But for human beings that want to build a long-lasting relationship, that want to initiate a love story, that want to probably pursue the prospect of family creation, having a family, having a dynasty and an empire, releasing a godly heritage and releasing a godly legacy for themselves and having to to establish human connection, human bonding that can last beyond a lifetime, that can, you know, that can fulfill certain visions and certain prospects for them, they don't behave that way. You don't jump into bed with anyone anyhow, unless you have debased yourself, like I said, to animal instinct only. You have to realize that you only jump into bed with a willing partner who is married to you. When they are not married to you and you drop into bed with them, you, you have sex with them, you complicate your emotions together, you complicate your experience together, you complicate everything that has to do with that human contact that you share with them together. Everything becomes complicated. You know, you become vulnerable too early, you become weak too early, you become uh, uh, too too susceptible, susceptible to each other too early, and so you become Become suspicious of each other, trust is thrown into the wind, no commitment, no loyalty. In fact, expectation is dissolved because even when you say it's just about the sex, it's never just about the sex. It's never just about the sex. Why? Because why sex is physiological sex is also psychological. It is not only a thing of the of the physical exterior external part of the body alone. It's also a thing of the mind. It's also a thing of the mind. And of course, uh, because we know that human beings uh, uh, they don't just have only basic instincts. We have spiritual dimension. We have the third and the fourth dimension to us, meaning we are imaginative. We are perspective. We have the consciousness of our soul and the subconsciousness uh, beneath our soul. And that, in fact, the fact that a sexual experience can also become a spiritual experience, depending on the kind of partner you are, you know, you are involved with. So you don't jump with bed with anyone. Don't jump into bed with anyone. You only jump into bed with a willing partner who is married to you because when they are married to you, you have crossed the 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 eyes and you have I mean you have crossed the teeth and you have dotted the eyes you have done the needed thing that needed to be done you already both of you have agreed with the risks and the stakes involved you you have prehempted yourself and you have prepared yourself for the kind of future and the kind of life and experience that can proceed from that kind of vulnerability and that kind of communion and union together by sleeping together and having sexual uh, contact and coitus together, all right? Marriage proves you have consented and agreed to all the risks 
and stakes involved in experiencing each other's, each other's life, beginning with each other's body, alright? If you truly want to express somebody's life practically and completely and fully, you begin that with their body. Because once they give you their body, oh, they have invariably given you the opportunity to experience their life, who they are and who they hope to be, alright? When courting or dating or engaged to be married, Intimacy is defined in two words. Please pay attention to this. When you are in courtship or dating or you engage to be married, intimacy between you and your partner is defined in two words. Attention and affection. Attention and affection. Meaning that as long as you can give each other attention, as long as you can give each other affection, you have established intimacy. You have established a good measure of intimacy between yourself and your partner. So intimacy in relationship, when you are courting, when you are dating, or when you are going to be married, should be sufficient to be expressed by way of attentions, giving each other enough attention and enough affection, meaning that you are attentive to each other and you are affectionate with each other, with everything that you have. It it should be sufficient to to establish a, a good measure of intimacy between you and your partner. You can trust their attention, you can trust their affection to proceed into marriage with them. But once you are married, intimacy is defined in fair words. It's beyond attention and affection. It's defined in four words. Uh, It begins with attention, affection, then expression and consummation. I'm going to take that again. Once you are married, intimacy can be defined in four words. Attention, affection, expression, and consummation. Meaning you will be attentive, you will be affectionate, you will be expressed, you will be expressive, you will express. You have to commit to expression and then of course you will be willing to consume. You, you have to allow yourself to be consumed and be willing also to consume, uh, that is consummation. That is the secret of an uncommon lover. An uncommon lover in marriage is the person that is committed to attention, affection, expression, and consummation. All right, married couples have uncensored human contact with themselves. Why unmarried couples have censored human contact with themselves? I'm intentional with the use of my word here about censorship. You must censor. You must put boundary. You must put a cap. You must put limit. You must put limitation intentionally in the relationship. If it has not matured to marriage, you should know how to censor body contact, human body contact. You should know how to censor it. But once you are married, the censorship disappears. No more censorship. Once you are married, married couples have uncensored human contact with themselves. Why? Or married couples have censored human contact with themselves. This is how I want to introduce her to Lover's Guide to Player. In this unique series, I like her to pay attention and share with all our married friends and married couples around, especially those that are newly wears, especially those that are newly wears. Those that are not yet married, please skip this particular episode and this particular series, alright? We don't want to arouse love until we are ready because when you listen to this kind of information, this kind of uh, 
advice, uh, it, it might begin to signal and trigger you, you know, to proceed into the things that you are not really ready or prepared for. But once you are ready, you are a newlywed, you are a, you are inexperienced lover and a new lover, you are newlywed and uh, you've just gotten yourself uh, across the aisle as the case may be, then you can listen to this kind of uh, information and this kind of uh, uh podcast. It will really help your love life. It will help your love story. Till I come your way next time. This is Love Those Podcasts. May your love be true and may your joy be full. Bye for now.